0: This installment of Bach on Wednesday was recorded for release on Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. Greetings, this is Terry Noel and this is Bach on Wednesday which is made possible by... The Enthusiastic Encouragement of Lin Yen, the Executive Director of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, a not-for-profit entity in the state of Connecticut, which enjoys full Section 501c3 status. Today, a program of dropped stitches and loose ends. And the opening one is a drop stitch for which I have no excuse. None. A thousand lashes of the wet noodle. You will recall that for June 23rd, I prepared... A birthday program, focusing largely on recordings made by the great clavierist Mieczyslaw Horzovsky, who was born on June 23rd, 1892. I began that with two Bach cantatas performed by the Bach group in honor of the birthday of Judith McCartan Scheide, the widow of William H. Scheide, the founder and first director of the Bach Aria Group. I completely forgot, however, that June 24th is the immovable feast of St. John the Baptist for which Bach composed at least two cantatas. The earliest of these, which was first performed in Leipzig on June 24, 1724, was introduced to me by William H. Scheide and my favorite performance of it, Remains the recording, made in concert on February 8th, 1961, by the Bahari Group, which I will play for you momentarily. But first, I have to fess up in another way. It is particularly lamentable that I forgot the Feast of St. John the Baptist, June 24th, because the original organ player's part for the cantata Christ-Unser-Hertz-Mjörten-Kamm, kam, bwv 7 the cantata that was performed on June 24th, 1724, is currently about 60 feet from where I am sitting, recording this broadcast. Yes, I have the privilege, the joy, the responsibility of being its current custodian. Now, in this historic performance, as I said, recorded in Town Hall in New York City, on February 8, 1961 the alto is Carol Smith, the tenor is Jan Pierce, the bass baritone is Norman Farrow, the solo violinist, the solo violinist of the Bacharia group in those days, Maurice Wilk, and in the tenor aria he is partnered by the violinist Harry Glickman, the principal oboist throughout the oboist of the Bach-Aria group through all 34 seasons that Bill Shadi was director, Robert Bloom. The bach group chorus and orchestra are conducted by Frank Brief. Johann Sebastian Bach. The Cantata Christ unser Herz Jordan kam, BWV seven, for the immovable feast of Saint John the Baptist. <laughs>
1: If Thine
0: Recorded in concert on February 8, 1961, in Town Hall on West 43rd Street in Manhattan in New York City. Johann Sebastian Bach, the cantata for the Immovable Feast of St. John the Baptist, first performed in Leipzig on June 24, 1724. Christ Unser Herr zum kam. BWV7. Carol Smith was the contralto. Jan Pierce was the tenor. Norman Farrow was the bass baritone. The concertato violin part in the opening chorus and... The Concertato Primo violin part in the tenor aria were played by Maurice Wilk, who was, in those days, the violinist of the Bach aria group. The three singers were soloists. The second Violino Concertato part in the tenor aria was played by Harry Glickman. The principal oboist was Robert Bloom, who was the oboist in the bach group for all 34 seasons that Bill Scheide was the director. The only other member of the bach group who was a member for all 34 seasons was Norman Farrow. And I was a bad boy at the beginning. I neglected to mention... The Continuo Players, Bernard Greenhouse Cello and Paul Ulanovsky Piano. As I said, I felt particularly annoyed with myself for having forgotten to play this recording on the June 23rd installment of Bach on Wednesday because I am fortunate to possess the original organ player's part for Christ unser Herz im Jordan kam BWV7 which is partially in Bach's own handwriting If you are at all curious about the history of this performing part and how it got from Johann Sebastian Bach to Terry tau a number of years ago I wrote a paper on its history if you go to the Bach Cantata's website that is maintained by the great Arya Oron you should find the paper there the title is the curious history of an exile from the Thomas Schule two days ago on July 5th 2021 we celebrated the 142nd anniversary of the birth of one of the greatest keyboard players of the 20th century, Vanda Landowska, who, with Arnold Dolmetsch, laid the table and fought the initial battles to bring back the harpsichord. She also was a superb pianist, but that's above and beyond the scope of this broadcast. One of Landowska's final recordings, made in the music room in Oak Knoll, her house on Millerton Road, in Lakeville, Connecticut, in 1957 or 58, I forget which, is a superb performance of Johann Sebastian Bach's Partita number 2 in C minor BWV 826 Fifth, eighteen seventy nine. In Johann Sebastian Bach's, Partita number no. two in C minor, BWV eight two six, a recording made in the music room of Landowska's house, on Millerton Road, in Lakeville, Connecticut. Of course, she is playing her beloved, Playel harpsichord. The instrument, by the way, is now in the Library of Congress. I should add that Denise Restu, who was Wanda surrogate daughter, pupil, amanuensis, keeper of the flame, stayed in the house on Millerton Road, and she held on to everything and she bequeathed her entire archives, as well as the instruments, to the Library of Congress. Landovska's life is fully documented there. Denise kept a meticulous diary, so we know what Landovska ate at every meal, and if she ate out, how much it cost. It's an astonishing uh, archive, to put it mildly. I also must confess that I persuaded Denise's executors even to send all of the cattle to checks and Denise had them all the way back to the first bank accounts that were opened when Alandowska arrived in the United States of America as a refugee in 1941. Those of you who are regular listeners to Bach on Wednesday may recall that some installments back, I presented six German organists play Bach. Well, I had a problem when I recorded that broadcast. I didn't realize that one of the organists that I had picked was not German. I discovered this literally as I was about to make the initial announcement of the recording, which was recorded in Germany, in Freiberg, in Saxony, on a Gottfried Silbermann organ that Johann Sebastian Bach almost certainly played. In fact, I'd go far enough to say certainly, we just don't have any written documentation of it. Remember, Bach and Silbermann were close friends. The organ miraculously has survived it's in the Patrikirche, in Freiberg and it has been completely restored the organist in question is Norwegian and he's a damn good player too I might add his name is Kolbein Haga K-O-L-B-I-N H-A G-A so now, let us hear this entire CD. It opens with the Preludium and Fugue in C minor, BWV 546. Next comes the partita, Seige Gruset, Jesu Gutich, BWV 768. Then the Trio Sonata, Number 4 in E minor, BWV 528, which is followed by the chorale prelude Olam Gottes Unschuldig, BWV 656, from the 17 chorales of a different kind, the so-called Leipzig chorales. The disc concludes... With the Pasacaglia in C minor BWV five eight two. <laughs> Wonderful organist Kolbein Hager, the greatest organist in Norway, at the Gottfried Silbermann Organ in the Petrikirche in Freiberg im Sachsen in Germany. The instrument was installed in the church in 1735. I say installed deliberately, because it appears that the pipework was the pipework that Gottfried Silbermann had made for installation in the Frauenkirche in Dresden, which was in the last stages of being constructed, and there were the inevitable delays. And when Zilbermann discovered that it was going to be a year before the Frauenkirche was done, and he could install the organ there, he used the pipework he'd already made for Dresden, for the Patrikirche in Freiburg. And as I remarked earlier, Johann Sebastian Bach almost certainly played that instrument. And I only say almost certainly because there is no documentary evidence that he played it. And we all know how musicologists are. It can quack like a duck. It can swim like a duck. But unless there are documents in the archives that indicate that it's a duck, it could be a Canada goose. <clears throat> yes. Moving right along, the compositions that you heard Kolbeinhager play on the Gottfried Silbermann organ in the Petrikirche in Freiburg were the Preludium and Fugue in C minor, BWV five forty six, the Chorale Partita. Zige grüset, Jesu gutig, BWV seven six eight. The Trio Sonata, number four in E minor, BWV five twenty eight. The Chorale, Prelude Olam Gottes Gottes unschuldig, BWV six five six, and the Passacaglia, in C minor, BWV. 582. Those of you who have become regular listeners may recall that I recently celebrated the 300th anniversary of the so-called Brandenburg Concertos, so-called, because Bach called them, Six Concerts avec plusieurs instruments. The dedication copy is dated, depending on how you read it, as either March or May of 1721. Personally, I prefer May. However, six of one, half dozen of another. That's when the assembled collection of six concertos was dutifully copied out in full score and sent to Christian Ludwig, markgraf of Brandenburg, whom Bach had encountered when he visited Karlsbad with his boss at the time, Prince Leopold von Anhalt-Kurten. Now, it is well known, of course, that the Brandenburgs were not all written specially for... The Macroft of Brandenburg. In fact, none of them was. But that is a discussion for another occasion. Although I think I did go into it when I presented that celebration of the tercentenary of the dedication copy. Of course, I played multiple versions, which I fortunately can get away with, on these internet broadcasts for the foundation for the revival of classical culture even though i could play multiple versions and did there is a limit to the number of different versions of the same composition that any thinking person thinking presenter can get away with and believe it or not i do think about such things so today we're going to have some more of those alternate versions first a recording of the brandenburg concerto number two in f major bwv 1047 conducted by a conductor that people do not associate with the music of johann sebastian bach he also is a conductor With a cloud over him I speak of the late James Levine I knew Jimmy not well but had some fun times with him particularly a raucous evening in a restaurant on 53rd Street and 2nd Avenue but that is definitely not for broadcast and of course I'd heard for years the rumors about his disgraceful behavior, but I'm one of those people who doesn't believe in throwing the baby out with the admittedly dirty bathwater. He was a marvelous musician. Whether you agreed with his interpretations or not, And there is no denying that he built the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra, which is one of the truly great orchestras in the world today. Thank you, James Levine. As things arranged themselves, I had the good fortune to be in the center of the front row of the orchestra at the Metropolitan Opera House, for what turned out to be James Levine's next-to-last performance. Clearly, he was not a well man. But that was an unforgettable performance of the Verdi Requiem. No two ways about it. And I don't have to trust my memory in saying that, because... I do have a recording of that performance, and boy, it has clout. Now, in July of 1977, July 13th to be precise, in the Medina Temple in Chicago, Illinois, James Levine recorded the Brandenburg Concerto Number no. 2 in F Major. BWV 1047. The recording is part of a series entitled Music from Ravinia and the performers at least the instrumentalists are all members of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra or were in 1977. The concertino Adolf Herseth, trumpet, Samuel Magad, violin, Donald Peck, flute, Ray Still, oboe. The Ripiano, the accompanying ensemble, Joseph Golan and Edgar Munzer, violins, Milton Previs, viola, Frank Miller, cello, Joseph Guastafeste double bass and mary sour harpsichord as i said james levine is the conductor in this performance which i think is the earliest performance of the concerto played one instrument to each line <music> in the medina temple in chicago illinois on july 13 1977. johann sebastian bach the brandenburg concerto number two in f major bwv 1047 the performers were and i assume that all of them were members of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, since I know that some of them definitely were. Adolf Herseth, trumpet. Samuel Magad, violin. Ray Still, oboe. Donald Peck, flute. He's playing the recorder part on a modern transverse flute. The members of the ripiano the accompanying ensemble, Joseph Golan and Edgar Munzer, violins, Milton Previs, viola, Frank Miller, cello, Joseph Guastafeste, double bass, Mary Sauer, harpsichord. And, as I observed earlier, that recording appears to be the first one in which the Brandenburg Concerto No. 2, or for that matter any of the Brandenburg Concertos, was played with one instrument to each line. That recording from the Music from Ravinia series contains two other compositions by Johann Sebastian Bach the Cantata Weichert Nur Betrübte Schatten, BWV-202, the Wedding Cantata, and it features Kathleen Battle as the soprano soloist, and there also is a performance of the Brandenburg Concerto Number no. 5 in D, BWV-1050, once again with one performer to each part same in the wedding cantata by the way and in the case of the fifth Brandenburg, the harpsichordist is james levine i promise i'll play them both on another occasion when i put together that celebratory program for the 300th anniversary of the dedication copy of the brandenburg concertos i followed my practice of avoiding duplication of performers and since i was hellbent and determined to include the pablo casals recording of the second brandenburg concerto that was made in prad in 1950 with the tromba part played on a soprano saxophone by Marcel Mule, I couldn't, therefore, include Don Pablo's recording of the Brandenburg Concerto No. 4. I'm going to do that now. Another loose end. This recording also was made in the aftermath of the 1950 Bach Festival in Prague. The Concertino is made up of Alexander Schneider, violin, the flutists John Wummer and Bernard Goldberg, both of them, of course, playing the parts that Bach originally conceived for recorder, the uncredited harpsichord continuist Fernando Valenti, the Prade Festival Orchestra, of course, conducted by Don Pablo Casals. And particularly interesting is the way he handles the big chords just before the end of the third movement. Most people separate them. Casals, as you will hear, doesn't. in Prade, France in June of 1950. The Brandenburg Concerto Number no. 4 in G Major, BWV 1049 by Johann Sebastian Bach. In the Concertino you heard Alexander Schneider violin and John Wummer and Bernard Goldberg playing the recorder parts on modern transverse flutes the harpsichord continuo was played by fernando Valenti, who does not get credited by the way on the original lp issues however i know both from personal information from fernando himself and also from a copy of the printed programs for the 1950 Bach Festival in Prade that Fernando Valenti was in fact playing harpsichord continuo in that performance. In that celebratory broadcast for the 300th anniversary of the dedication copy of the so-called Brandenburg Concertos, I could only get away with playing one recording of the alternate version of the concerto. The Concerto number 6 in F Major for keyboard and strings and continuo with, of course, the two recorder parts. I wanted to play two, so I'm going to play the other one now in this performance, which was recorded in the Konzerthaus in Vienna, Austria in January of 1989. The pianist and director of the Chamber Orchestra of Europe is Andres Schiff, a wonderful pianist a wonderful human being. In this performance Andres is playing a Berzendorfer piano. The leader of the Chamber Orchestra of Europe is Marika Plankestein. Of course, in the keyboard concerto, the clavierist gets the elaborate violin concertino part, the two recorder players get the recorder parts, except in these performance the recorder parts are played once again on flutes. The flutists are Thierry Fischer and Catherine Tourer Stutz. <laughs> recording of johann sebastian bach's clavier concerto number no. 6 in f major bwv 1057 was made in the concert house in vienna austria in january of 1989 the clavier concerto number no. 6 in f is of course bach's revised version of the brandenburg concerto number no. 4 in g major bwv 1049 the brandenburg concerto number no. 4 was probably the last of the six to be written most likely in the summer of 1720 bach didn't make the keyboard version until almost 20 years later, 1738. In that scintillating performance, the pianist and director of the Chamber Orchestra of Europe was Andras Schiff, who was playing a Bersendorfer. The two recorder parts were played on modern transverse flutes by Thierry Fischer and
2: Catherine too rare stoods